Yo, what's up? What's up, y'all? Listen, man. It's on. High school basketball talk is on. I want to talk about the Iverson Classic. Yes, the Iverson Classic. I want to talk about it. Now, we're here to talk about some good high school basketball. You know, Iverson Classic, I like all of them. I'm not dissing nothing. But, you know, you can't make the McDonald's if... All, McDonald's doesn't have all the best players. Gives them all a chance. If you, Jalen Locke graduated a certain time, certain age, uh, he's a certain age, um, so he didn't, he couldn't qualify in it. Mellow ball, some bull. Listen, if they out there competing in this circuit, they can't play. They shouldn't be able to play basketball. Then you are gonna let these get kids play basketball, but they can't make. You know, McDonald's is the most popular one. It's just what it is. I mean, it is what it is. It ain't the best one, but it's the most popular one. People, some stuff like the Jordan Brand Classic and Iverson Classic, you know, it's a little different because it don't hold everybody back. So it ain't the McDonald's the ones looked at, you know, it's like the Grammys. You look at the BT Awards, you look at the Billboard Awards, but nothing's like the Grammy. Grammys gets all the hype, you know. That's what McDonald's is. And so people are real happy to make that because it's a big stage where, you know, it's, it's accepted as a big stage and rightfully so. But obviously, Classic is the best one. It has the best athletes, best dogs. I mean, you look at some guys that's not on here. It's a reason why some guys are just not chosen because you want to give other guys a chance, like Patrick Williams, like Boogie Ellis. You know, you want to give guys like that a chance. You know, um, you look at Rocky Watts. You look at Aiden Ajihan, who I feel like should have made it. You know, he's been a dominant big man for the longest. So now. We come to my guy was Jamie's Ramsey. I mean, this guy was killing. He was dunking on everybody. I mean, from the, even the play-by-play invitational, which Isaiah Wong, Miami commit, scored fifty. Now he had thirty-eight in this game. He was the co-MVP. Jesus, that's insane, right there. That is just absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Like, he's the type of guy, man. Wong is one of them type of guys, man. Like, you have to really, really wake up early in the morning to beat a dude like this. And I've always told people he should be a five-star. I mean, when he's an AAU ball, he's balling. Anything he does, he's balling. He's a pure scoring guard. If Villanova was after him, you know, but um, I had one guy say um, they knew what they knew now. Where Villanova would have went after him over Quinley. What you may know what they knew now. If you got to say, if Quinley knew what he knew, he wouldn't have committed. You can't say Villanova. Villanova knew what they told. When you go to a recruit, you pitch to him. You make a pitch to him. You know, you tell them things and you know, and they tell you what they're expecting. That's a mutual agreement. The only thing that went wrong is that on Quinley's side, for him to transfer on his side, it did not go right. Because Quinley chose Miami. And then he came back to Villanova. That was the first love came back. And things have to be said by coaches, man. You just don't get a guy and you just tell him something and all of a sudden he disagrees. That's not how you get a student to commit. He don't commit to something he don't want to do. So in other words, to that, it's more of a it's more of a thing of now he's just gone because, you know, it didn't go the way he thought.
And you're looking at uh, the Iverson Classic. And you look at the Invitational, which was big, like 50 points by Wong. He is, I mean, he's always shown and proved. Villanova was recruiting him real hard, too. And, you know, what happened with that, if anybody wants to know about that, they got tangled up in getting Antoine in, in, in between Scotty Lewis and the Isaiah Stewart and Jer- Jeremiah Robinson Earl battle. That came up. And so as that was going down, you know, they, they you know, Isaiah Wong became enough. They already had uh, Justin Moore. They already had Antoine. You know, I mean, I mean, they already had Justin Moore and Eric Dixon. So they were going after big guys like Antoine, who they've been recruiting for a long time. Also, Antoine, Lewis, Stewart, Robinson, Earl. That was that recruitment. And they ended up getting Antoine and Robinson Earl. And so that's how that really went down. They didn't have time to fall. It wasn't that they chose Quinterly over, you know, on, on that note, it's a little different. Because it really trips me out because Isaiah Wong and Quinley are not in the same recruiting classes. This is like seriously, they're not in the same recruiting classes. So when the that class was done, that class was all the way done. Like that was a done class. Quinley ended up decommitting, and yeah, they went for him. But at that time, Wong wasn't available. Wong was already gone. They weren't even thinking about going after Isaiah Wong. So just to let people know, like, yeah, he was already like he was he was already Miami was already putting the clamps on him. They had already put that. I mean, Villanova had already eased away from that recruiting for them to say, oh, um, well, if they knew what they knew now, what well, they would have went after Wong for an extra a extra uh, commit in the 2019 class instead of go after Quinterly. That sounds crazy. Because they were going at the totally different people. Like that that's a totally different realm. Totally different realm of recruiting. All those recruits did not even pass right. Like it wouldn't have been able to even happen like that. So looking at looking at the recruiting and how things went down, it's two different classes. There's no way in the world you're gonna say, okay, uh, you know what? We're gonna go after Wong right now. He's a combo guard, he's not a point guard. So he would be a guy that plays shooting guard more more likely. You know, a guy that's going to play shooting guard. He's more like a booth, a combo guard. They're two different players anyway. So it's not like you're saying, all right, I'm going to go get this guy to be the point guard. Because if you want Wong to eat, you let him be a shooting guard. That's what you do. You let Wong play shooting guard. You need to let him eat. There's no way. He's he's nothing but he's he's another booth. You know, so. You have to be a little bit, what you're saying is you don't want them to go for a point guard. You want them to go for a combo guard. It don't even make sense. Like, in that in that whole circle, what was going down, because I remember following both. I got the interview with Isaiah Wong already out on VU Sports. It's already been out there. Antoine and Isaiah Wong, it, it could have never passed like that. It could have never added like that. Because even during that time, they got Antoine. They got... um. They got Justin Moore and they got Eric Dixon. Robinson Earl was the, there was no way they were going to even fix their mouths to go in after Isaiah Wong when all their power was meant to get another five star. That was not going to happen. And Quinterly was already committed to Villanova. Like those two, look at those two were already, it was a wrap. What are they going to say? Oh, Quinterly wants you to decommit. We want Wong. Okay, Robinson Earl, we don't want you. We want Wong. That wasn't gonna happen. It was just a to- it was just bad timing. 
I mean, I could see if you say, all right, we're not going to go for Quinley at this time. We was just one ever going to go for Quinley. And you know how long Villanova was recruiting Quinley. I mean, before anybody on 2018 was even thought of, Quinley was the number one target. It was kind of like Lonnie Walker the year before. And he was the number one guy. You know, Bay came late. You know, you look at Cole Swider and Slater. They had been promoting, they had been recruiting Slater for a long time. Slater and Quinley. So this is what makes it like that. Okay, Slater and Quinley. So, back to the Johnny Juzang era here. Oregon, Kansas, Virginia, and Kentucky. Hey, man. It's a lot to look into this. I want to really get into this. It's a lot to look into the whole situation of this, man. I just want everybody to breathe real quick. All right, now, I remember talking to Johnny way like last year. His father, Maxie, is my guy, man. And, you know, we was talking. And, you know, I had kind of, like, put off because I wanted to talk to Johnny, but it was so much I do, man. I, I Like, if I ask a recruit, I'm like, let me get your email. Or let me get your phone number. We're going to talk about one-on-one, uh, send you some questions. It's a lot. I got so many, man. I got at least over 20 to 30 people I have to, like, right now, like, to interview. And, you know, so I all the time. I'm always in a rotation. So, and I got to knock out 10, you know, then I, then I, you know, go get another 10, knock out 10. You know, one time 10, it's like every night I'm trying to knock out all types of articles, right? And interviews. Now, Johnny, when I finally got back to Johnny, I hit Maxie up. Uh, I got one number. It was his mom's number. I'm like, okay, boom, boom. So I'm just trying to really get to him. So like, look, he, he's one of the hot dudes out there. And recently I remember talking and, you know, the Villanova thing came up and he was interested. So I always knew since last year they were interested in Villanova. I didn't know exactly if, if it was going to be any interest on the other side, but I, I didn't know what was going I just knew he was. But when it happened, I was like, well, there you go. Johnny Jew. But he went to 2019 class. And, I, and Villanova was still interested, but they ended up not getting interested again. They did that before. They did that before. And, um, Seth, what, what, Seth Lundy never got an offer. They were super interested in Seth Lundy. It just, you know, other guys came around. Well, this particular time, if he was in the 2020 class, they would have focused on Johnny. They would have gave him the offer and focused on him. But him being 2019, you see how crowded the team is already is? And so that was the, the, the conversation between Maxie and George was, and, and Johnny, like, you know, what's the time? Uh, how much the rotation? How much, what kind of time would I get? Um, this and that. And you see Villanova is stacked and he would, you know, have to really share, you know, before he, his time would be sophomore year because he would, I think he would, no doubt he would contribute. Jay Wright would give him a rotation because Johnny would earn it with his shot and the way he shoots and scores. Boom. He would take somebody's minutes. Yeah. I don't, I don't, sorry. It could be Slater. It could be more. He would take somebody's minutes and be a key backup off the bench. But with everybody around, it's a lot of people sharing the ball. I mean, you wouldn't, how much time would Johnny get during that, you know, during that time? Would he get enough time to shine? Uh, what's it looking like? Uh, how would he be involved? And you can't predict that with Nova the way they share the ball. You know, Johnny must around and have a couple of good games and show his impact, but you have other guys that would like Cole Swider. You got Robinson Earl. You know, you got uh, Justin Moore coming down and Archie Diacono. So it's going to be a share of people, but Johnny would be one of the key people off the bench. But he wouldn't get as much time as he would anywhere else. 
Just so it's too crowded. If you came in in 2020, it's a different story. It's a whole different story. You know, by that time, guys would be seniors, like the 2017 class would be seniors. You know, then you got so much time that Johnny can get from there. And then the Brian Antoine will be out of here. So it'd be a big chance for him to come in and start at shooting guard. Everybody else, Justin Moore, Johnny Juzang is a beast, man. Justin Moore would get plenty of time, even starters minutes, but Johnny Juzang would be a starter. Sorry, y'all can say what y'all want. Justin Moore, did, listen, he would be a starter. No question about it. And then if he's on the bench, he would end up getting starters minutes because of the type of player he is. So his time would be sophomore regardless, but it would be more better. He would get more time if he came in from the 2020 class. He'd be a key factor from the gate. From the gate, he'd be a key factor. So things like that figure in. So that's why it was no offer. So now we got these four. Now, what's so great about it, Oregon's always in the fold of things, right? They're always in the fold. And then um, Virginia's always been there. They're, they're big. They're not the guys counted out, right? Because it's Virginia and Kentucky right now. Kentucky looks like their school. Kentucky looks like, I mean, they always come in late. And when they come in late and two sides have talked, that means they have agreed on something. And he's like, okay, I like what you're saying, what you're going to buy into, and, you, and what you're talking about, I agree with. Offer. That's how that goes. And Kentucky came in and did that. And I know for sure, well, no, not for sure. Let me stop that. All of a sudden, Kentucky comes in, and then there's an offer, and then there's a reclassification. So that's telling you something. Something was said to promise him with this, they wanted him with this class. They ain't come in when Virginia, when he was messing with Virginia, it came in when Kentucky gave him the offer. So they have a one, a leg up on it. But at the same time, Virginia can give him time, can make him be the man on their school. I mean, they lost Ty Jerome, Kyle God, And, you know, of course, DeAndre Hunter was out of here. But the team to watch out for, I'm telling everybody right now, is Kansas. Kansas is going, listen, Bill Self ain't no chump. You know, Chump, Bill Self gets down with recruiting. Bill Self has won a championship, okay? He's, he's sent elite players in. Y'all act like this man he did this before. He ain't key transfers, you know, elite prospects transferring there, elite prospects committing. Johnny Juzang can play the three, and RJ can play the two with Dotson at the one, all right? You know, Dotson and RJ talk a lot. Yeah, Dotson talks to RJ, man. He wants him at Kansas. So that would be an unbelievable backcourt with Johnny Juzang at the three. And then you talking about, you know, everything else figuring in there. Anybody else, you know, you got Doka at the center position. My boy AZ. Call him Big AZ. I mean, he's back. So that would be big if you put Juzang in. I've always said my three best shooters in this class. My fourth guy is Rocket Watts. Three best shooters in this class. Oh, LaMelo Ball is the next one. Melo Ball can light it up from anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. Stop playing. Top five shooters in this class. All right. Now let me go back to what I was saying. RJ Hampton. Yes, he's in 2019. He's, I'm, a, he, he, I'm already putting him as a 2019. You know what I mean? Like, it ain't even, it's not even, he's 2019. All right. RJ Hampton. 
and Johnny Juzang are the two best shooters in this class. Next one is Moses Moody. I've always said that. Two be- you put them on the same squad. It's bombs over Baghdad, brother. Bombs over Baghdad. Dotson going to have a fun day. I mean, this man can. Dotson, you know what? I hate when people forget. Dotson's a bad boy, man. He's been like that since. I mean, he really can take it. He'll take it to another level. You talk about Winston coming back as a point guard. Let's look at Dotson's a sophomore for Kansas. Dotson going to do something. And then with RJ there, you're going to forget all about Dotson. That's the thing. Grimes never made nobody, made nobody, no, made nobody forget about Dotson. If you had Grimes with lost Dedrick playing the way he was playing with, with Dotson, it'd be a whole other team. Grimes supposed to come in there and be that dog. RJ's going to be that dog. So Kansas is going to be, if, if they get RJ, that's crazy. Then you got Johnny Juzang, who's not a ball hog. It's good as the shoes. He's not a ball. He's a, he can pass. The man can pass good. Him and RJ's playing point guard. And he's been rated as a point guard. He's a perfect combo guard. Put him right there. Let him eat. Look what he does. There's nothing RJ has to do to prove anything to anybody right now. Anybody. In the college or high school level. And look at me being bold. He ain't touched college yet. What you mean, leader? Watch basketball, fool. There's just no basketball. And you'll know RJ is not. That college game is going to be like, when you can shoot like that, that's the first thing. He's already got he got the wingspan, got the length. He can drive to the hole. That's big. All right? That's big already, right? No. But the big thing is that he can shoot from anywhere on the court. There was a time when the NBA had no three-pointers. I remember that. Y'all ain't, we ain't talking about three, but they still shot from there, right? If you can shoot further, it's harder to stop you. And then he's long. So what you going to do? And then he can go past you. Then he can, now he done got more explosive this year than ever. He dunked right on you. Post a child. So that would be a very, look, that's a new discovery. Memphis. Oh yeah. Memphis still in it. Yeah. No doubt. You know, uh, I, I've been on record. Look, Lester and Precious is a big key. You know what I mean? His camp looking at their lineups. They looking at their lineups, man. That's the lineup. Kansas could really be something different with those two. So that's just an exciting development. Now, um, Jalen Green. Listen, I, I don't, you know what, man? I'm sick of this. Sick of this. He's number one, man. I love opinions. I honor everybody. Yo, Evan, what's up? What's going on, Daniels? It's popping. You know, Zangora, you know, whoever. My boy, Kevin Flagg, that's my boy. You know, all them guys, good Bill Moore. Listen, listen. All my guys out there on 247. Guys on Rivals What's up, Corey, man? Doing this thing. You know what I mean? No. Nobody's better than Jalen, man. Jalen is a dog. And then now he's on a team like Oakland, where it's a lot of good players on Oakland Soldiers. Yeah, I love that team. I, I like the um, – Jalen had a big-time game. Bust a 20-plus on him, man. Um, if he's on another team, he had to probably bust 40. That's why RJ got you all them points, man. I mean, that team, he's just he got to do a lot. He got if he's at a team, that's what's gonna make him so much so good. I said twenty three points a game that he could score in college because see RJ is gonna be that type of dog because he's gonna go get it. But 
people are going to be, when, if, when RJ has people that can take the pressure off him, he's going to be even more dangerous. Because RJ can still pass. You know, he's a smart person. He's, he's going to make the game hard for anybody playing against him. You know, so if he has people to take the pressure off him, and, that, you know, it's a lot of good other good players on Kansas coming off the bench, you know. So what I'm trying to say is that RJ, when he gets on the good, whatever team, these teams are looking at Memphis, any of when he gets to teams like this, he's going to be something different. All right? Player of the year candidate? Possibly. Possibly. Um, Jalen Green, back to Jalen. Jalen is around good players now, and it makes him dangerous because, you know, you can get Dior at playing the point guard. This is my guy Dior. This man can make it happen. A little, little razzle-dazzle on you. You know, tough. When you look at um the Oakland Soldiers and what they have, you know, guys like Zach Harvey, when they got guys like that that play around an elite player like he not only is he is he making it easier for guys like Jalen, it, it makes them learn. You know, the game comes so uh so much when you gotta do so much, the game comes at it, like a downpour. But when when you got other guys taking the pressure off, you're able to see the floor, see other weaknesses of other players. See how other guys move without having to be the guy that has to be the green light guy all the time. And what's what? What's up with Jalen? Excuse me. What's up with Jalen? Kentucky and Memphis. Kentucky and Memphis. No question. No question. If we're talking about anybody, Kentucky and Memphis. Johnny Juzang is rated twenty-one by in, in twenty nineteen. He, he's the ratings have the rankings have came out. He's five star, number three in California, number five small forward in the nation. And he is the 21st ranked player in the nation. Listen, man. Johnny's ready. Now, Kentucky, if we're looking at Kentucky, they, they can throw him in there. It's crazy because, you know, you got guys that play. And if we're looking at the guy, who would be the starter, man? Khalil Whitney, Keon Brooks. That means Johnny Juzang would come right off the bench. Kansas and um, Virginia. Oregon wouldn't be it because, you know, CJ, unless it's Juzang and CJ, I don't see that happening. I think it's already a done daughter who's going to, but it could happen like that. Johnny Juzang around CJ Walker. How would that be? Will he get to start there? Some good players that can start at all five positions. So would Johnny Juzang get to start right there? But Kansas and um, I'm looking at Kansas. Right now, and just 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 watch. Just do a clear watch. We'll see what happens. He could commit in the next week. But right now, it's Kentucky. Kansas looks like the – we'll see where Kansas comes, but right now, it's Kentucky. If you're giving anything, you know, I, I just think right now, it's Kentucky right now. And I, I could see Kansas – you know, Kansas is one of those schools that you have to, you know, really – there's no way you're just going to sit up there and say that they're out of anything. But in this situation, Kansas is looking a little bit better. You know, they're looking like Kansas is looking like a school that can make some things definitely happen real quick. I just know that they're, they're heavily involved. But they're right there with Memphis with uh, RJ. Kansas is right there. Don't be surprised. I'm telling you, Kansas and Kentucky, I know Virginia and I'm not going to count them out. I won't. But Kansas, watch out for them. That's all I'm going to say. That's it. Not predicting nothing. Just saying watch out for them.
Um, we come back, man. We're going to talk about the Iverson Classic. And, you know, Iverson Classic was a, was a, a super, super elite type of uh, game, man. Guys ball. They gave ball hard, man. And, um, we're going to take a little, we come back from break, man. I want to talk about a couple guys who done committed. And I think a lot of these guys that played, I just want to let people know. Iverson, Iverson, one of them guys, man, he lay, I'm glad you came. McDonald's are going to say, we're glad you came and you participated. You know, they, they just stuck up. They, they stuck up. <laughs> McDonald's like we McDonald's. Okay. You should be happy to be here. Iverson is a Hall of Famer. What he owe any of y'all? But he still has the, the greatness to come out and thank people for being there. It is great. It was real. Listen. It's just, it was a great game. So, what you have to understand and realize is that this is just one of those type of, uh, when I come back and talk about this game, man, I, I'm still like tripping off it. I ain't going to lie. I'm still tripping off it. Seriously, I'm still tripping off this game because the guys that, that got down, the guys that got down for this game, man, they got down hard. And then the game was like a 150-point game. These guys was putting up spots. They was putting them up. All right, so when we come back, man, we're going to talk a lot about the Iverson Classic. I'm going to talk a lot more about Jalen Green's recruiting when we get back, man. Try to keep it real, that's why I'm 
my guy back on follow the leader my guys and listen let's talk about a couple of guys Jalen Green the first guy we're gonna talk about Precious Trending and Lester yeah let's talk about the hottest guys in the recruiting circuit who are all kind of somewhat connected now um Florida State Oregon Kansas um a lot of guys are making pushes at you know um a lot of guys make pushes at Jalen Green. Jalen Green visits September the 13th. He will be in Memphis. And November the 16th, he'll be in Florida State. So these are some 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 things to discover and, and really know about where Jalen's at and who's trying to see Jalen Green. I will be posting these on Twitter for those who don't know or see. I also don't know a lot of the, um, visits. And Jalen Green, just a guy like, listen, you know, they're not going to post nothing. He said, you know, Jalen, I talked to his pops. They're not going to post nothing like that. They're just going to, you know, uh, let, you know, 247 and them put it out there. Um, Alabama offered Jalen on the 23rd. Calipari visited him on the 19th. Calipari visited him on November 24th. Calipari, listen, it's Kentucky and Memphis. In a lot of regards, this is what it is. Kentucky's going to make a push at Jalen. They're going to make a push to let Jalen lead. Their 2020 class. It is very possible that could happen. But Memphis is too much on the trip. Listen, Memphis has put their foot early into Jalen Green. Recently, he had a um, 26-point game against the running Rebels. I mean, Jalen just one of them type of dudes. He just going, he's just a good player. Efficient scorer. Like, he's too efficient at his, at you know, at his size. At his size, he's too efficient. I mean, guys, they shoot at his size. They shoot a lot of, you know, 42% can even be, as long as he's scoring enough points, 42% can be looked at. Jalen type of guy, he can score 47, 48, shoot 47%, 48% from the field. And he's a great free throw shooter. So you don't want to foul him. He'll irritate you. So he's one of those guys. Um, he's just an unstoppable player. Too explosive, too powerful. You know, he's just one of those type of guys. Um. I still say to this day, in 2020 clear for RJ, you know, before, you know, where RJ, Jalen to RJ, RJ has the, he hasn't got there yet, all right? He hasn't got to this reclassification too much. You know, um, but we get into now that he's a combo guard. You know, people were saying point. He's a combo guard with two four. Yeah, he is. RJ's just a killer, man. And if you're looking at people, people are looking at Memphis and, you know, people were looking at, uh, like Duke. Duke, Duke don't have a chance right now. To all the 247 analysts, if they're not listening, Duke has no chance right now. It's too stacked. RJ is the type of guy that needs the ball. You got Cassius Stanley. You got Boogie over there. Joey Baker. They got to figure out. So, 
my thing is this unless you calling up his dad and saying yo i don't care who we got rj gonna start that means boogie coming off the bench that means cash is sitting on the bench do you hear what i'm saying that's what that means now listen i'm not saying do completely out of it that's never if you're one of the top schools that's never the case but as of right now, it don't look too good. Y'all, the way people do Kentucky, Kentucky is definitely gone. It's, don't even think about Kentucky. They, they're gone. Out of here. See you. But if, if Duke says they're going to sit uh, um, a Boogie Ellis and they give RJ the starting position, Duke is in there. But, you know, what I'm hearing, it don't look too good. It's Kansas and Memphis. I'm just saying, my ear to the streets. <laughs> but, um, all right, man. And Memphis is clearly a school that, you know, can the door is open. There's nothing that can block that. So I can see a lot of analysts making their prediction. Trending, LSU, you know, there's been a lot of momentum picking up for the 25th ranked prospect in the nation. Yes, LSU looks like a school that's coming in. They've, you know, I mean, they look like that type of school. But Memphis is not, you know, out. You know, they're not, definitely not out. But what you got to look at is that, you know, Trinity's a power forward. Precious is a small forward. They still got DJ Jeffrey, so it's not like they're trying to want somebody to come in there. DJ Jeffrey's had an unbelievable high school this past high school. I mean, he's one of the best, one of the most underrated players out there. So you're looking at Precious and you're looking at they, – they, they would still take them both. But right now, it's a 50-50. I don't even know what to say. I think LSU's closing, and they're more focused on Precious because DJ is not even a guy that, you know, you're worried about his position. You could put DJ next to Precious, and there it is. Precious 6'9", he can play the power forward position. DJ small forward, and they switch up. So they want Wildford, but they not, they're more focused on Precious, the 13th ranked player in the nation. They're more focused on him, pound for pound, number six in the nation. Precious is probably the most, he's probably one of the most underrated, but I think he's rated good. But I think people don't mention his name enough. I mean, this dude can ball. I think he's the type of guy who's one and done. Seriously. TJ Walker, I, I saw one guy say, you know what, you sure right. TJ can be one and done, especially in Oregon with what's going on now. You know he's the man. he can become the man out there. Um, Lester, see Lester, it's more Memphis to me, but I think it's just like you know he's making his rounds. I think it's Memphis. You know Indiana's doing. He has a visit. Listen, his visits is lined up crazy. April 29th, Michigan. He's already visited Memphis. So you know Michigan's coming up now. Michigan is it. You know what he's doing today, right? The 24th, he saw Indiana. November the 2nd, he sees LSU. And Merlin is December 21st. So before you get a Lester commitment, it's going to be a minute unless he says, you know what, I'm done. So let's just see what happens. That's probably why Evan got that damn question mark. You know, he got so many visits lined up. But right now, it's Memphis, man. I just think Memphis has it. I just, listen, Memphis has it. And the crazy part is it, it could, you know, you look at Precious and you look at, you know, they're both in Florida, Precious and then Lester. You know, Lester's with the IMG crew, that the unbelievable IMG crew that was unfair. 
Man, you forget Lester was on that squad, man. It's just unfair. Off the bench, you got Patrick Kelly. You I mean you I mean you got uh Michael Brown Jones, you got let you you forget about Lester, like it's crazy. Um so but anyway, that that's that recruiting thing. Now let's talk about the Iverson classic. The Iverson classic, man. Isaiah Wong, man. Come on, man. Whew. Khalil Whitney, 38. This dude is just proving why he's that guy. Never to 19 a game for Roselle Catholic. Keon, you know, Keon Brooks, man. Listen. You gotta really, really get your life together. Talking about the Iverson Classic is something different. Something different. You got to get your life together when you're talking about the Iverson Classic. Man. You got to get your life together. This was a good game. It really was, man. I'm talking about when you come in there, you might as well, you know, if you ain't scared, you know what I mean? If, if, you, I like, if you're scared, then go to church. That's what it is. The co-MVPs was Isaiah Wong and uh, Khalil Whitney. 38, both of them had 38. I mean, Isaiah Wong was just, he was just using people, using them. He was using them, man. Like doing them bad. I mean, it seemed like he was there to prove something, you know. But it's like he always got to be there to prove something, ain't it? What do you got to do? Some cats, I'm like, what do they got to do? DJ Carton sitting there was a, was a five star. Wong wasn't. I mean, I guess they can't make everybody. A, yes, you can. There's no way you can. I know this for sure they can. They can make whoever's supposed to be a five star, a five star. Keon Brooks had 25 points, man. Keon, my guy, Keon. Keon, man, he just, he always shows what type of player he is, man. It's like it never fails with Keon. Just one of those players, he going to dig, he going to play, he going to play hard. Unbelievable, unbelievable. It was just one of those type of games, man, where Josh Pierre Lewis, a Temple commit, he was just razzle-dazzle, play-by-play invitation. He was doing the same thing. It's like people, some people got them chips on their shoulders. They want to show it. Josh Pierre Lewis, man, when he goes to Temple, him and his brother, like you got a whole nother monster there. And Temple came with some, they really, you know, St. Joe going to have to still re-up. But Temple has read up good. They have read up good on some players, and I think they're going to be, Extra competitive like they were this year. Trey Mann had 26. Boogie Ellis. No, uh, Boogie had 26. Trey had 22. Playing game, playing the game. Playing the game hard. Boogie was just like, <laughs> Boogie was making it rain crazy. Rapper Jada Kiss was there. J.R. Smith was there. You got Steven Jackson, Baron Davis coaching. You got real, you got ballers coaching ballers. I mean, I'm going to tell you like this, man. It's just an all around. You got to have a, listen, if you're not, when you're talking all-star games, all-star games have to be like playing on the street court. A lot, a lot of stuff that's called can't be called. So if any all-star game is the all-star game you want to watch, even over the Jordan brand, which is a good one, McDonald's is a good one, but obviously classic is it. These boys go hard. You know, you gotta, you, you can't be no chump. You gotta get it in there. They don't be calling all these chippy calls and all that. No, they, this is, 
All-Star game never does that. Um, Cassius Stanley did good. Cassius Stanley, man, he, listen. If anything, he showed, now the light is really on him. Shooting guard, light is really on him. Him and Boogie both displayed why Duke was smart for getting both of them. They both can shoot. Cassius is smart. He's, you know, he, 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 he takes his time, but he's in a hurry. You know, and he showed, he showed everything from his athleticism and everything. He always showed 6'5. DJ Carton, listen, man. Well, Ohio State got in that guy. They got something different. Seriously. You know, I saw uh, Isaiah Mobley, you know, playing good D, good two way player, playing good Aiden Ozzie Hines, showing a lot. Patrick Williams got down in that game. What's the password? Patrick. Williams, <laughs> the, the announcer's crazy, like the announcer man. But um, you know, guys, Villanova, Eric Dixon was uh in the game, and um, this is a good game. Seriously, good game, man. I mean, them boys was hooping. They was hooping, and yeah, the guys that was doing it, Khalil Whitney, Isaiah Wong, man, they took it. They took it serious, man. They took it absolutely serious. I mean, woof. Absolutely serious. Now, um, what I want to get to more than anything, more than anything, I want to get to um, just a couple of new guys, a couple of new. Um, just looking at some uh, twenty twenty guys that you know you want to keep an eye on as far as recruiting. Before I get out of here, man, just want to get y'all on some high school basketball talk. One of my favorites, y'all. I love y'all. But listen, I always, you know, if anybody wants to know anything, you can email me at leader5813 at gmail.com and I will bring it up as a subject on my um, podcast. So no doubt, I got love for you. Um, you can um, ask a question on my Twitter and it'll be, it can be on the podcast. So either way, you can do it. You know, you might want to, if it's real long or yeah, you get right to me on either one. You know, I mean, especially my email, because I'm always, I think the email is the best one. But so if I don't see you on Twitter, you know the email, leader5813 at gmail.com. Now, I just want to talk about a couple of guys. Um, Recently, RJ Hampton had a good game against Moses Moody, 2025 star, and Jalen Johnson. I mean, he's just been doing it. Um, USC, Evan Mobley, I will never get off of that, ever. You can't get me to get off of that. Joshua Christopher, Georgetown's involved. Georgetown, Joshua Christopher. Listen, that could be something to look at. That could be something to look at. Georgetown, Joshua Christopher is it, it's, it's an involvement there. His last visit was against uh was with Arizona State. He also got a, then he got an offer from Georgetown. I mean, he's a guy to look at. I don't think his recruitment will turn up. He'll be one of them guys that end up like Wadford. You know, it's gonna take a little minute. For it to uh or, or be like Matthew Hurt or something. But that's one guy to look at. Um Lynn Greer, it's just something to look at with him that Penn State could be involved. We'll see what happens. I think Seth Lundy being there is something big. Scotty Barnes, man, look, Oregon could get or Syracuse can get that. That that's gonna be a long process. I don't think he's gonna even, you know, like rush that process. Texas on Greg Brown, and once again, Kansas is moving in. Kay Cunningham with Kentucky. I don't think that's going anywhere. 
Somebody called him a point guard. I was hearing he was compared to R.J. Hampton. You know, it's like comparing Jimmy Butler to uh to to Kevin Kevin Durant. Man, it's just not. I don't know, man. Y'all people are crazy. Brandon Boston Duke has been there. You know, who wants the big gun Jalen Suggs? Georgetown once again is involved. Okay. Uh, Florida's involved. Kansas is involved. They're always going to be there. Dante, I see, listen, Kentucky's around. So it's always going to be right now LSU and this and that. No, Kentucky's around. Watch out. Kentucky just ain't came back to that. Kentucky's around. Well, I think he's going to be Kentucky regardless. You know, Jaden is North Carolina. Isaiah Ty, Kentucky. This is what it is. All right, this is what it is. Um, Jeremy Roach is Nova. Y'all, people can talk and whisper and say what you want. That's what it is. Walker Kessler, it's going to be Duke. Y'all can hang on to Georgia for a minute. Kyrie Walker, Arkansas is looking like the school. Arkansas is looking like the school. Talk to his pop. He like Musselman. Arkansas is looking like the school. Watch out for Cooper in Kentucky. I don't care who. Listen, if you're against Kentucky, I don't care who you are, unless you're Villanova or or Kansas or Duke. I don't, I don't ever call it a complete crossover because you're going to have problems. North Carolina, too, man. Them type of schools, them the only ones that are chop heads on Kentucky. Like, we don't care who you are. All right. Zaire Williams, you know. I like this kid. I really do, man. And, um... I think North Carolina's making a great move on this cat. Cameron Thomas, NC State is one, but you just don't count out because his recruitment is not over. He's always been one of them scorers, too. Hunter Dickinson. Just wait a minute. Things can happen around his recruitment. I mean, I know everybody talking about what's going on now in Notre Dame. You're going to have to wait a minute on that one. It's it's not all the way done right there with that. Uh, Jalen Green, teammate. Namari Burnett out of uh, pro- prolific prep. I think USC is just as good as anybody for him. I think USC is doing a good job. Um, Breakfield's going to Kentucky, man. I'm going to be talking to him real soon. I just think he's going to Kentucky. They made that offer. I think he wanted that. Super. That's my guy there. Okay, so listen, y'all. I'm out. Just want to give y'all some updates, a couple of recruiting updates, man. Do your thing. Um, Duke, Kentucky. You want to ask me about classes, Villanova? You know, I'm key. I'm number one, Villanova. I'm here. That, that's my number one. But I also do other schools and go hard. So I'm out, man. Follow leader, man.